हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट थ्री कंसेक्शुअल डायमेंशंस ऑफ द डेमोक्रेटिक डिसेंट्रलाइजेशन सोशल इकोनॉमिक एंड ज्योग्राफिकल एंड आवर टॉपिक इज डेमोक्रेटिक डिसेंट्रलाइजेशन मींस फॉर गुड गवर्नेंस good governance has become a very fashionable concept in the literature on political science and public administration it is also widely used by international agencies such as united nations the world bank and imf the indian polity has also committed itself to the theory and practice of good governance one of the main objectives behind the constitutionalization of democratic decentralization popularly known as the panchayati raj through the 73rd constitutional amendment was to promote good governance in the rural local government system it was hoped that this step would lead to efficiency accountability transparency and responsiveness in ensuring rural governance it was also hoped that the new system of panchayati raj will not only ensure popular participation in the implementation of the rural development programs but will also ensure that the benefits of these reach the rural poor The 21st century offers India the right opportunity to critically analyze in the context of government to meet the future challenge before the country this is possible only the government of the day is prepared to change its mindsets to cope with the fast pace of technological change global competition and emergence of knowledge based economy it is pertinent to recall in the context with the contemporary governance scenario that the value based transparency is prerequisite of the good governance and this should happen right from the center down to the grassroots level the world bank has identified a number of aspects of good governance which has assumed significance both for the developed and the developing countries these factors deal with political and administrative aspects which are as follows political accountability freedom of association and participation rule of law and independence of judiciary bureaucratic accountability freedom of information and expression a sound administrative system leading to efficiency and effectiveness cooperation between the government and the civil society organization similarly the new public management focuses on management not policy and on performance appraisal and efficiency it deals with converting public bureaucracies into the agencies which deals with each other on a user pay basis 
if we want to have good governance we have to make bureaucracy responsive and ultimately democratic decentralization can achieve the bureaucracy has become an inevitable part of indian public administration as the civil servant is meant to execute and implement government policies especially those meant for deprived sections of the society what has been wrong with the accepted concept of democratic decentralization popularly known as panchayati raj particularly before the 73rd amendment to the indian constitution the pattern of panchayati raj was not uniform throughout india as each state has adopted a pattern suitable to its own political administrative conditions while these institutions took root in a few states and made a significant impact in an embryonic stage and all energies were exhausted simply to keep them alive in most of the states its working indicates that these institutions were not equipped with adequate powers and resources the bulk of their budget consists of the grants provided by the state government for the schemes chalked out by the state or the central government in the making of which they had no role this adversely affected their performance in the field of development conflicts tension and clashes between the officials and non officials on petty matters were a common feature power was nowhere transferred to the people in reality now let us conclude the unit the tenets of democratization and the democratic process are not particularly new in certain parts of the world especially in western europe with the exception of germany spain and portugal during the substantial parts of the 20th century and the north america democracy and democratic process have been internalized in the values and norms of the society and as such they are accepted as guiding principles of the day to day politics and administration and with adequate measures of success but the democratization process has been gathering renewed moment in recent years it is at the forefront of the academic and institution building debates such since the early 1980s a decade that marked the end of communalism in the eastern europe and the soviet union and the pallor rejections and decline of authoritarian and one party regime in various third world countries in a sense it is a normal process associated with democracy and the democratic process to the nations in the eastern europe and the third world in a nutshell we can say that with all the dimensions and variables decentralization in the institutional form of panchayati raj however came to stay in this country political parties penetrated the pris making them subservient to the upper echelons of the integrated political structures 
this proceeds from above and was not built from the below as conceived by gandhi although the 73rd amendment of the indian constitution has not only accorded a constitutional status to the pri provided for a uniform structure of the panchayati raj in all the states listed the powers to be given to pris made provisions for the establishment of the financial commission in every state but also made provision for the reservation of offices and memberships to the scheduled caste in accordance with their proportion in the population of the state in fact there has been no real change in the character of the pris there have been merely formal changes in the context there has neither been transfer of powers nor that of resources the women and the dual caste have not been empowered because of their lack of participation in the decision making process this democratic decentralization which is prevalent in india is neither democratic in character nor decentralized in substance moreover it functions in a highly impersonal and bureaucratic manner there is yet no model of polity which has a built-in progress of decentralization that generates people power to decide their own fate over a wide range of activities when the 73rd constitutional amendment act came into voice there was a scene of devalue among the ardent admirers of democratic decentralization in the country if not among the people at large after all the demand for according constitutional status to the panchayati raj institution was more than a quarter century old it was a bold step we were made to believe that not only would ensure the continuity of pri but also make the country move steadily towards the genuine democratic decentralization above all the quota system introduced to ensure the representation of the marginalized communities like sc and sts and women in general in pris was perceived as an added commitment to the political elites to the cause of participatory decentralization by all means it was the first serious attempt we were told over the and again to expand the social base of the representative democratic system in the country the impact of these measures was however limited a large majority of the states did not accept the recommendation due to a variety of reasons the functioning of the panchayats continued to be ineffective even in the states where they were performing better they worked as bureaucratically controlled state funded delivery arms of the government with only a semblance of the democratic structure the urge to re- revitalize these bodies and to bring about a responsive administration however became prominent in the 1990s in the context of streamlining the poverty alleviation programs this culminated in a major policy initiative in term of providing 
a constitutional status to the local bodies. It was felt that the constitution must provide for a mandatory setup for the PRIs based on holding of periodic elections to these bodies, provision of reservation for weaker sections, including women and mechanism to provide financial assistance to them on a regular basis. This was ultimately achieved through 73rd Amendment of the Indian Constitution in 1973. The Constitution 73rd Amendment was a landmark in institutionalizing popular bodies PRI from the village to the district level to the enable the community to participate in planning, deliberating and implementing programs and projects for its development. This amendment gave specific mandate to the state government for the establishment of the three-tier structure of Panchayati Raj and to take steps which will ultimately enable them to assume the role of self-governing institutions at the micro and mesco level of administration and pursue towards the true democratic decentralization. Now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.